Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. beautiful souls and welcome back to the podcast my name is deandre nicolette if you're new here my love welcome i'm super excited to have you tuned in for your first ever episode of manifest daily and of course to my og listeners y'all know the vibes okay hey girl hey hey boy hey what's popping what's good welcome back to another episode of your fave my loves today we are doing the May 2023 energy report in this one. I feel like I'm a little bit more excited about this one simply because my birthday month is May, of course. So we're going to get into all of the things that you can expect astrologically for the month of May. We're also going to end off this episode with a couple of different tarot card pulls. So stick around for that if you'd like. The way that works is that you just basically pick a number one through three, one, one to three, one through three. Um, and then I will give you a mini reading on what you can expect for the month of May based on the card that you have picked. So without further ado, we're going to dive right into this one only because my loves, I have just woken up. I have had myself a very good, healthy, energetic breakfast. I had some granola. I'm having a glass of water with some liquid IV in it because I feel like I'm just perpetually dehydrated these days and I'm just getting these like headaches. I don't know if they're stress headaches. I don't know if I'm just like super dehydrated. Y'all, I think I'm going to have to like really cut back on my caffeine. <laughs> like I, I didn't realize how much caffeine I intake simply because like caffeine doesn't really affect me. And I think someone said to me that they were like, that's probably a sign <laughs> that you should cut back on the caffeine if you don't feel anything after having like four shots of caffeine, four shots of like espresso essentially. So yeah, we're going to, we're going to have to work on that. I get decaf a lot of times, but I think I need to like really be cognizant of asking for decaf when I go to get coffee. So we're going to dive right into this one because I really just want to get to all of the things that's happening in the cosmos this month, the readings, all of the things because I'm super, super excited for this month and all the things we're going to be experiencing. So grab yourself a glass of water, stay hydrated. Okay, we're going to we're gonna work on that, y'all. Stay hydrated, get you some liquid IV. Hopefully it works. <laughs> I feel like I like never use my liquid IV enough to like actually feel a difference, but you know what? We are liquid IV being all zate today baby because i might drink tonight so <laughs> and we all know we all know alcohol also like dehydrates you so i, I i'm just trying to get my shit together early in the morning okay that's the vibe we're on so grab yourself a glass of water grab yourself a little schnecke wacke a little breakfast maybe join me well you know actually like you won't really be joining me because i already had my breakfast so i mean You'll just be like eating breakfast with me. So you'll still join me, but just not in the breakfast eating. You know what I mean? Go ahead and grab whatever. And then let's go ahead and dive into today's May 2023 energy report. It's giving jingle and I kind of like it. <laughs> let's go ahead and dive in.
Okay, my loves, we start off May with a lunar eclipse in Scorpio on May 5th. If you remember last month, we had our solar eclipse in Aries, which is basically a very powerful, supercharged new moon. And lunar eclipses are very powerful and supercharged full moons. So if you've ever listened to any of my energy reports or are familiar with like new and full moons, you would know that full moons are really good for helping us to release things. They're really good for helping us close out chapters, major chapters on our journey. And because lunar eclipses are so powerful, they're really good at helping us close out very pivotal and karmic chapters that just need to end, things that need to go in order for us to get to where we need to get to in this life. So Scorpio is a fixed sign. It's also a water sign, but it is fixed. And so with this eclipse taking place in a fixed sign, this can indicate that this one may be quite disruptive. So it's like you hear, you know, Taurus, you always hear that Tauruses are stubborn, but let me just say, we just, we're fixed signs. We like what we like. Okay. That, that, that really is it. We're not stubborn. That's a very harsh word, but Scorpio is similar in that way where Scorpio is fixed in its energy. It's a sign that kind of, yeah, I don't know how else to explain it. It's fixed. It likes what it likes. Um, it doesn't really like disruptions or random changes, chaos, that kind of vibe. And so with an eclipse coming through or with an eclipse in the sign that is fixed, the sign of Scorpio, it can just be something that's a bit more disruptive, a bit more maybe unexpected or just something that like, even though we know it needs to be closed out we know this chapter needs to end it's just kind of like oh my god like this is just the worst thing for this to happen like the worst time for this to happen obviously it's for our greater good it's for our our highest good our highest path and that's the thing about eclipses and I never want to like fear monger because it's never that deep but the thing with eclipses is that they might bring about ending or lunar eclipses rather they might bring about endings that you're like oh like I really just don't want to experience this or I don't want to go through this but what if that's the ending or the thing that leads you to experiencing something that you've always wanted to experience for example say and this is not to say this is going to happen to anyone but just as just as an example say also by the way y'all mercury is still in retrograde and um i have mercury in gemini so this uh, mercury retrogrades always affect my speech very very heavily and i trip over my words all the time so when we're in a retrograde so bear with me for this uh particular episode but as i was saying as an example say you get fired from your job right and it just like feels like the absolute worst thing that could have happened you know you like damn where my coin finna come from like what is going on right now but say that leads you to either getting a different job that's better, more aligned, more pay, more benefits. Like you're working with the type of people that you've always wanted to work with or maybe start a business. And then like that business ends up going on to be super, super, super successful. But none of that would have happened had you not closed that chapter on that past job. So it's kind of like that thing closing, that thing ending. I know it seemed horrific in the time and obviously it is like an annoying experience, an annoying thing to go through if your source of income is cut off and you're like, where's my funds going to come from, especially in this economy, baby. But maybe that leads you to everything that you've ever wanted to experience when it comes to money, finances and your career. So remember, when it comes to the eclipse, like I said, it's taking place on May 5th. A lot of times with the uh, eclipse, you might not experience something exactly on the day of, but with an eclipse, it usually takes us a few months to see how these things are going to play out in our lives so it's something where it just gets the ball rolling and so you might not actually recognize how this eclipse has affected you in any particular area of your charge or any particular area of your life until it's been a few months after a lunar eclipse in scorpio is also incredibly emotional because scorpio is a fixed sign but this is also like i said the closing out of a chapter that feels like we might not necessarily want 
want to or feel ready to let go of this thing yet, but it is gonna be time to release it when the time comes. So even though we might wanna hold on, we might feel like there's more that we can kind of pull out of this thing or there's more that we can get from this thing or we're not ready to move on to whatever that next chapter is in our lives because we don't know what it looks like, this is gonna be time to release and let go. And so obviously when you're having to let go of something that you don't necessarily feel ready to let go of yet, it can be a very emotional experience. Scorpio is also known for being intense, again, being very emotional as a water sign. So that can contribute to those powerful feelings of intensity and those powerful feelings around this release in general. So a couple tips for eclipses and eclipse season, because like I said, I don't want y'all to feel like, oh my God, like what am I gonna lose? What's coming out? What's, what's being let go? Like, and kind of feeling a lot of fear around it. Again, remember it, this is karmic. This is for your highest good. This is for your path. So know that whatever it is that has to go or whatever it is that is being released, it is meant to go. And a lot of times too, I think that when we think of eclipses and when we think of full moons and we think of releasing, we automatically jump to things or people or experiences. So we'll be like, oh my God, am I gonna like break up with my boyfriend or oh, am I gonna lose my job? Or, you know, am I gonna lose my, my home or something like that? And it could be something like that. Like I'm not even gonna hold you. It could be that that you're gonna experience, but it could also be something as simple as letting go of a particular mindset or a particular belief that's been holding you back. In order for you to have a better idea of how you're gonna experience this lunar eclipse in Scorpio, you have to take a look at where you're experiencing the lunar eclipse in your chart in particular. I highly recommend you checking out Haley Comet Astrology on YouTube. I had Haley on the podcast, before and she is amazing she is incredibly talented she's been studying astrology for like over 10 years and she has a lot of videos where she breaks down each particular major transit she dives into them way more than i do and then she also talks about where it's taking place in your chart so you can get like a personalized reading and actually know where you know what's going to happen where it might affect you that kind of thing the themes of this lunar eclipse for you in particular so i highly recommend you check her out on youtube because i at this moment, I don't go into like, you know, each sign or anything like that for these, but maybe in the future I will, because that is something I feel like I'd be really interested in. Let's just dive into some tips for eclipses and eclipse season. So this applies to this particular eclipse, but also applies to any other eclipse that you may experience this year, next year, and all the years moving forward. Tip number one, allow things to come to a natural end. Do not try to hold on. Don't try to force things to be. If you can see that it's on its way out the door, don't try to pull it back in. Don't try to hold it. Don't try to cry and scream. No, let the things go as they should. And I know that's so much easier said than done depending on what it is we're releasing and depending on what it is that's going out the door. I get that. But at the same time, like I said, this is karmic. This is faded. This is meant to happen. This is for your higher good, this is for your path. And if you are holding on to something that really shouldn't be there anymore, you are literally blocking your blessings. You're stopping yourself from experiencing everything good that is meant to come your way. So let the things that are on their way out the door go, okay? And know that better things are coming in. Number two, don't make sudden decisions. Let the dust settle. So don't, you know, feel like, oh my God, this is happening, this is happening. Like I need to do this immediately and have that sort of reactive experience or that reactive 
um, what is the word I'm looking for? Um, nature, I suppose, around this time. Let the dust settle. Okay, so we have the eclipse taking place on May 7th. Maybe don't make any sudden decisions like right at that time. If something happens, you receive some news, you learn something, maybe take some time to sit with it. Actually let the dust settle, figure out like what is uh, the next move that feels really aligned, that is speaking to you, that's calling to you, and just kind of allow yourself to go with that flow and not necessarily be so like on edge about taking action around this time. Number three, amp up the self-care. We love self-care around here. Okay. Also it is still tourist season. So amp up that self-care, get that massage, get that facial, do the things. I literally like this morning, I actually was saying I need to go get a massage. Like I, at one point I was like, oh, maybe like I don't do it. Like maybe I do something else for my birthday, like whatever. Now it's not even a question of like my birthday. It's like more like my body is so sore. I like need someone to go in there and rub these knots out, baby girl. Cause my back is tied up, baby. Let me tell you. So amp up that self-care. Do whatever that means for you. Again, it could be the massages, it could be the facials, it could be the dinners, hello tour season. I'm just like naming things that I love, okay, for my self-care personally. But self-care to you could mean like, you know, going to work out, going on a hike, taking some time to read, taking a nap, like whatever that looks like for you, really amp up that and allow yourself to take care of yourself, nurture yourself a little bit extra during this season. Number four, I think this is number four and kind of goes along with that. Rest as much as possible. I know, again, easier said than done for everyone, depending on your situation, but eclipse season can tend to make you really, really tired, or at least it tends to make me very tired. I also noticed that around eclipse season, I my sleep is like very disruptive and disrupted. So I might have nights where I'm not sleeping through the night, sleeping very well, then other nights where I am sleeping very well and sleeping through the night. So it's kind of weird. So really allow yourself to adjust with that, whatever that looks like, and rest as much as possible if you need to take a little nap during the day and you can do that do that if you need to go to bed a little bit earlier to allow yourself more time to sleep uh do that whatever that looks like to you make sure to rest as much as you can and the last one is to just be gentle with yourself practice grace okay we're all navigating this world and even though it seems like some people have their shit together more than others we're all just really bumbling through the world i promise you okay i promise you some of us know more in certain areas than the rest of us but some of us also know more in other areas than the rest of us. So really just be gentle with yourself, practice grace. You are experiencing a lot of these things for the first time, right? Whether it's your, you know, your first job out of college or your first relationship, your first time being married, your first baby, um, your first time having, uh, you know, seeing a therapist, like, I don't know, whatever it is. Like there are a lot of firsts that we're all experiencing. And I think we go into things wanting to feel like we know it all immediately, like wanting to feel like, oh my God, like why, why didn't I think of that? Or why didn't I know that? Or why didn't I do that? And it's like, you have to give yourself grace. Like, know that you are always doing a lot of things that are very, very new to you. And even though you've seen other people do them before and you've seen them navigate that chapter, it's not the same as you navigating that chapter. So whatever this eclipse season brings you, whatever it closes out, whatever it helps to introduce into your life, just make sure that you are allowing yourself grace to really move into that chapter and like really, I guess, get acclimated to that chapter because it is so new to you. So sending y'all so, so much love for this lunar eclipse. I think it's going to be great. I think this is going to be a, a powerful release, but I think it's one that we've all really needed for a long time. My loves, 
we are going to Bali and I am so, so, so excited. So the trip is taking place May 2024, specifically May 23rd to May 29th, 2024. There are only 24 spots available. So make sure that if you are ready to go, if you're trying to turn up, you're trying to get flued out, you're trying to travel with me in 2024, that you snag your spot. I will have the link down below in the show notes. I'm super excited to travel with y'all and cannot wait to meet you in Bali. So yeah, check out the show notes for more information to get all of the pricing, what the activities are on the trip. And then if you have any other questions, feel free to DM me and check out my Instagram because I'll be doing like FAQs over the next couple of weeks. So see y'all in Bali. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. On May 7th, Venus enters Cancer. So again, if you're newer to my energy reports, Venus is the planet of love, aesthetics, money, also relationships, and Cancer, ruled by the moon, is incredibly nurturing and motherly as a sign. So with Venus and Cancer, we may have this urge to develop deeper intimacy in our relationships. So for those of y'all who are in relationships, you may notice that you want to stay home more, you want to do things like cook with your partner, nurture each other in an incredibly intimate way, or just like connect on this deeper level. And then for those of y'all who are single, this may mean craving deeper connections through dating, wanting to cuddle more, cozy up more with someone, just kind of like be like that homebody couple that's just like at home, like Netflix and chill vibes, okay? <laughs> like Netflix and chill, like actual, actual Netflix and chill, like you're watching the movie <laughs> type of thing. So it's really interesting because Venus is coming out of Gemini, which Venus and Gemini, again, was that like playful, flirty energy. So if you're currently dating, you might notice this vibe where at first you were kind of like, okay, like I want to be like, on the streets, like playful, fun, flirty, whatever, dating out there to now kind of craving a bit more of, like I said, that intimate connection, that one-off connection, that thing where you're seeing one person and y'all can kind of like build that foundation of a relationship together versus seeing multiple people and just kind of talking to multiple people. So very much a transition from that playful, flirty vibe to more of this like nurturing, cozy relationship, emotional, deeper intimacy type of vibe. We might also notice that we're a bit more emotional during this time. So as I said, cancer ruled by the moon, very nurturing, very motherly, but also very sensitive, very emotional as a sign. It is a water sign as well. So we just might notice ourselves reacting a bit more emotionally to situations at this time and doing things a bit more emotionally. This might also mean that your approach to Venus ruled themes of your life is driven by more emotion. So again, the way that you approach love and relationships driven by more emotion, but even the way that you spend money or the way that you are considering switching up your aesthetics, it might be something where you feel like you want to, I don't know, this is like a random example that just came to me, but you might want to like get 
a tattoo or something because it just represents like your family or it, it, it's for someone that passed away in your family or something. Something where it's like really, really driven by emotion, but it's affecting a decision that you're making to the look of your body. Or like you might get a haircut that's inspired by your grandma and she recently passed and you're like, you, you want to embody her a bit more. So something like that. So the way that you spend money might also be driven by emotion around this time. So either purchasing products, items or experiences that are driven by emotional decision rather than like logic or anything else. Home life is also going to be huge around this time with us wanting to spend more time at home. We might just be entering like our little homebody era at this time. Y'all, I'm forever a homebody. So this is my vibe. This is, this is me. I am thriving right now. I love to be at home. One thing about me, I pay this rent to stay in this house. <laughs> Like, what is the outside? No, I'm kidding. But like, y'all might actually want to be home a bit more around this time or just really wanting to like spruce up your home or just like really wanting to switch things up in your home for like more of the aesthetics that you want, more of like that cozy home vibe that you've always craved. Cancer is also a very intuitive sign. So you might also notice that around this time, you just have a heightened connection with yourself. So your ability to decipher intuitive messages with greater skill will definitely be a thing around this time so you might just be receiving messages and just getting it left and right you might be like oh my god I'm having dreams about this thing and then it's coming true or oh I thought about this person and then I'm seeing them or I'm getting signs about them or they're calling me or whatever the case is I feel like you're going to start to really get more of those intuitive messages at a very like frequent and stronger level at this time on May 14th, we have my birthday. So happy birthday to me. We also have Mother's Day. So happy Mother's Day to anyone out there who is celebrating. And on May 14th, Mercury also goes direct in Taurus. This is exciting because all of the communication mix-ups, the confusions, the annoying and pesky issues that we face during Mercury retrograde, those will be happening less frequently once we have Mercury going direct in Taurus on May 14th. Mercury Mercury direct in Taurus also brings that grounded Taurian energy to the way that we communicate and the way that we speak. So around this time, we may find ourselves being incredibly direct and to the point when we speak. We just want to allow ourselves to be clear and grounded in our speech. Taurus has a reputation of being blunt and direct. And this is kind of the energy and the vibe that we're taking on when Mercury goes direct in Taurus. We are clear. We are effective when it comes to our communication. We don't want to beat around the bush. We want to make sure that we're saying what we need to say and we're saying it clearly and we're making sure that everyone is on the same page. It's just this very earthly, grounded, um, again, honest, transparent way of communication. So we're kind of embodying that energy once Mercury is direct in Taurus. This is also a really good reminder to be open-minded around this time, simply because Taurus also has a reputation of being stubborn. So we definitely want to continue to respect our boundaries, respect our values and honor those. But it's also important to remember to be open-minded when it comes to seeing things from other people's perspectives. So you might just find that that's a little bit harder to do around this time, like harder to see things from other people's perspective or harder to be open-minded. But just really make sure that you are practicing doing that, uh, being really conscious of that and making a cognizant effort to be open-minded and to allow yourself to see things from other people's perspectives.
On May 16th, Jupiter enters Taurus. This is exciting. This is a transit that I have personally been waiting for, and I'm so excited for this one. Jupiter is a planet associated with abundance, good fortune, overall growth, blessings, and just luck in general, okay? And with Jupiter transiting Taurus, we're reminded that the abundance that we want is linked towards Taurian themes of stability, groundedness, consistency, perseverance, etc., etc., okay? And despite the slander that Taurus received, about being lazy, Tauruses are known to work really, really hard. So this is a time where we're reminded that once we plant the seeds to the blessings that we want to experience, we need to have patience for things to bloom. We've talked about this several times on this show, just the the way that instant gratification is glorified these days, we are living in a world where people expect to start a business one day and be a millionaire the next. I go on YouTube and I'm consistently bombarded with all of these thumbnails, these videos where people are like, how I grew to 100,000 followers in 60 days, how I made a million dollars in 30 days, how I did this in X amount of days, how I lost you know 30 pounds in, in 20 days, which, okay, that's probably not an actual title I saw because that would be incredibly dangerous. But you get what I mean, okay? We are just incredibly obsessed with doing these amazing things in such short periods of time. And it's incredibly like frustrating to live in a, a time like that because it makes you feel as if, if you don't achieve something really amazing, if you don't do the most in a short period of time, then you are doing something wrong when that is absolutely not the case. We have to remember that when we are building foundational things in our lives, when we are building businesses, when we are building families, when we are building ourselves, right? When we're working on our self-development, when we're working on our healing, when we're working on our personal growth, that this is a journey. This is not something where you're like, okay, 30 days, everything's gonna be perfect in 30 days. I'm gonna just lock in, I'm gonna do this. And then after 30 days, I'll just get to sit back and enjoy the dream. I'll just get to sit back and just and just ride the waves. I don't ever have to do anything else in my life. Like, what would be the point of life? Like, tell me that. Tell me if you really had 30 days and you could have all the money you've ever wanted to have, if you could have the perfect life, if you could have all the things that you've ever wanted to experience, all the things that you are ever manifesting in a short period of time, a period of 30 days, what would you do for the rest of your fucking life? <laughs> please, please tell me because that is the one thing I don't understand. I'm like, we are so quick to want to get to the end result of something. We're so quick to want to experience the after. We don't want it. We want to have the before. We want to jump to the after. We don't want to know anything about the in-between. What is then the point of life? Because I thought this was a journey because I thought we're here to learn lessons and have fun and experience things. And in order to do all of those things, you have to have the in-between moments. You have to go through the shit where you're trying and things aren't working. You're failing and things aren't working. You're stumbling backwards. You're going up, then you're going down. You have to have those moments. That's what makes the end journey so worth it. That's what makes it so amazing when you get to a particular goal and you get to actually look back and be like, damn, like look at where I came from. I also struggle with this a ton because a lot of times when you are very goal-oriented and when you do have these big dreams and these things that you're working towards, you can have such a tendency to look at how far you have left to go to get somewhere. And again, it encourages that, that thinking of wanting things to happen quicker because you're like, damn, I have so much more to climb, so much more of this mountain to climb. Why can't it just happen like tomorrow or whatever? But we often forget to take a second and look back at how far we've come. Look at all the things that you had to overcome to be where you 
where you are today. Look at all the efforts you had to put in, all the work that you had to put in, all the things that you had to learn, all the healing that you had to do. And I think once we actually take a moment to like look at how far we've come and look at what we've done, we can really appreciate ourselves for where we are today. We can appreciate the present moment. And then we can also appreciate how far we do have left to go because we know that there's so many more lessons and blessings in those lessons that we get to experience. So this is the energy of Jupiter and Taurus, right? This is that energy. Jupiter is good luck, fortune, growth, blessing. Jupiter is abundance. Jupiter wants to reward you. It wants to help you get to all those amazing things that you dream of, that you want to have, that you want to experience. But Jupiter also, when it's transiting Taurus, wants you to know that in order to get to that business, that in order to get to that family, that in order to, to get to that place in your healing journey that you want to get to, it will require patience. It's not an overnight success story. I'm sorry. It's not. It's a story of someone who put in the work consistently. It's a story of someone who kept the faith, who believed in themselves, who woke up every single day and said, this is my dream. This is my goal. I'm going to do this. I'm going to keep moving towards this. Even if you just take one step forward every single day, after 365 days, you've taken 365 steps. This is not about quickness. This is not about getting things immediately. This is not about instant gratification. This is about patience. And this is about your patience and your consistency and your perseverance and your groundedness in understanding that things, good things, good things, great things take time. This is about understanding that in order to reap the blessings and the benefits that you so want to experience in life. Taurus is also known for being indulgent, enjoying the earthly pleasures. So this can also be a time where you might struggle with overindulgence in earthly pleasures. So food, luxury items, or even just the earthly pleasure of being able to rest. We talked about how we need to rest earlier, but there is such a thing as overindulgence in the good things, in the earthly pleasures. So it's important to find that balance during this time. Like how do you allow yourself to enjoy good foods without being overindulgent in those things? What does that boundary look like for you? How do you know if you're going into excess, right? How can you figure that out? We all have our own limits and we all kind of know what that looks like for ourselves, for our own wallets, all the good things. So that's up to you to figure out. This is also a time where, again, the, the luxury purchases, because Taurus is one thing about me, I'm bougie, baby. Okay, I love me like luxury experiences, luxury living, but we also have to remember that we can't push ourselves too far past where our wallet can allow us to go in this moment and chapter. We might be able to live more of an indulgent life in the future, but for now we have to understand what our limits are and where we kind of need to accept those limits. So too much of a good thing can be a negative thing. So just again, remember that as we are going through this transit, but I'm very excited. This is going to be happening for about a year. Uh, Jupiter is going to be in Taurus for about a year. So all of my Tauruses, I believe this also affects the other fixed signs in a really positive way, but specifically for my Tauruses, we are finally, 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 getting some additional help and blessings from the universe and thank god because ugh, i feel like i have really needed it okay About a year ago, I wanted to elevate my health and wellness journey. I was so tired of taking all these different supplements every single day. So instead of adding more, I decided I wanted to simplify and try AG1. It's one of the best decisions I made in 2023. I now feel more energized and mentally clear daily. My skin has even more of a healthy and brighter glow and my digestion has improved. 
Like I said, I first gave AG1 a try because I wanted to simplify my supplements. I wanted a single solution to support my entire body, my gut, and my brain health. Since drinking AG1 daily, I've noticed that I feel a boost in energy, not just in the morning when I take it, but throughout my entire day. I used to rely on caffeinated pre-workouts, if you know, you know, but when I cut those out, I struggled with grogginess. Adding an AG1 in the morning covers my bases with 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, and ingredients like pre and probiotics, adaptogens, antioxidants, and whole food source nutrients. My favorite part of AG1? It's just one scoop. One scoop mixed in water once a day, every day. I love to add in a squeeze of half a lemon, a few drops of AG1's vitamin D3K2, and three ice cubes, approximately three ice cubes every single morning into my glass as well. This is a partnership made in heaven because AG1 is the supplement that I trust and have trusted since 2023 to provide the support that my body needs daily. If you want to take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase exclusively at drinkag1.com slash manifest daily. That's drinkag1.com slash manifest daily. Check it out. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. On May 19th, we have a new moon in Taurus. This is an amazing new moon if you want to do a manifestation ritual because we have Jupiter in Taurus right now. So again, that is the planet that is going to amplify those blessings, amplify, grow, bring abundance, bring good luck. So this is an amazing time to plant the seeds to something that you want to see grow over time. Take some time today and think about what you intentionally want to manifest over the next six months to a year plus. This could be calling in a new career, this could be calling in love. This could be calling in a new home. This could even be just simply calling in a new mindset for yourself that's going to help you to achieve all of the things that you want to achieve and manifest in this life. Just know that as you are planting the seed around this new moon time and as you are setting this intention and practicing this manifestation ritual, that you understand, again, the energy of Taurus. This is something where you recognize you're planting the seed today and you recognize you won't be picking the fruit or harvesting from this particular plant for another couple of months to a year. This is not something where you're like, I'm manifesting this to happen to me in the next three weeks because right now we are sitting in that Taurian energy that has to do with groundedness, patience, stability, consistency. As you set this manifestation, I also want you to think about what you can commit to doing, how you can commit to showing up for yourself consistently as it's related to this particular manifestation, what that looks like, and how you can hold yourself accountable and keep track of that consistency over time. Happy new moon in Taurus and happy manifesting.
On May 20th, Mars enters Leo. Leo is a super confident and fiery fire sign. And with Mars and Leo, we're gonna approach life and the actions that we take with confidence. This is powerful energy to go after the things that we want in a confident way. It gives very much like embodying main character energy as we take action in our life. And just know that this could also come off as feeling very like performative. So as you're taking action, as you're showing up in your life, you might feel like you're performing for the people around you. Like you're the main character, everyone's watching you. They're kind of like circled around you to see what you're doing and to kind of keep an eye on you because you are the main character, you are the show. And that could be really good. Like that can sometimes encourage us to take bolder action, to kind of like do things in a certain way because we know or we feel like people are watching us. But it could also be a little bit bad because sometimes you might feel like, oh my God, people are watching me. I can't make a mistake. I have to show up and be like super dramatic in my entrance and super dramatic in my exits and super dramatic with how I do everything because this is a literal show. Just remember that people aren't really watching you like that. Like you might feel main character and like obviously feeling like the main character in your own life is important because it gives you that confidence to move through life a certain way. But also just know that at the end of the day, take your action, do the things that feel aligned to you and know that no one really cares that much about you and like what you're doing. So allow that to help take some pressure off of you in this time because sometimes when we feel like people are watching us and we feel like we have to perform it can just place a lot of pressure on our shoulders allow yourself to remove that pressure know that no one really cares that much okay so this is this is a good um or like an, an interesting mars and leo transit i should say because i feel like it's going to lead to a lot of people just like showing up really boldly and confidently if you are struggling with or you've been wanting to show up in a certain area of your life with more confidence and boldness and you're kind of like nervous about doing something something or starting something or showing up in a certain way, this Mars and Leo transit is going to really give you a lot of that energy and that boldness and that confidence that you need to show up wherever you want to show up. On May 21st, the sun enters Gemini. So happy birthday to all of my Gemini friends out there. The guy that I'm seeing is actually a Gemini. So special shout out to him since sometimes he listens to Manifest Daily. And also fingers crossed, we are still talking when this episode... Well, actually, no, we, we will definitely be talking when this episode goes up. But anyways, y'all... Like, I feel like I'm doing word vomit right now and it's actually like not okay. <laughs> but um, with the sun in Gemini, as we head into the summer in this part of the world, at least, it's it's a really good time to explore new hobbies, learn new things, make new friends and just be social overall. Gemini is an air sign. It's known for balancing a lot of things at once. So this is not necessarily a season of sitting still. It's not really a time where we're like, oh, I'm just gonna like, I don't know, sit here and do this one thing. Like it's, it's really a time where we're allowing ourselves the ability to like balance around, explore new things, try new things, get a taste of life, you know, if you, if you want to call it that. Give yourself a little bit of extra grace around this time too if you find yourself multitasking a bit more and not sticking to one singular thing for a long period of time. Because again, Gemini is an air sign known for like bouncing around a bit. Like I said, I have my Mercury in Gemini as well. So like my thoughts are always like a hundred miles per hour. Like I'm, I'm on one thought, I'm on another thought, I'm on another thought. And so that's how my mind works. And so I feel like sometimes with things like that, whenever it comes to like our thinking or actions, we almost feel like having a very like scattered mindset or way of thinking is bad because we we're so used to thinking like you have to like focus on this one thing stick to this one thing but I think the beauty of Gemini season is that it really allows you the ability to like taste test different things and then when it is time for you to lock in and focus and concentrate and, and do the one thing or whatever and like you know focus on that one thing and 
nurture that one thing you can do that but for now this is really a time of allowing yourself to explore so another thing i love about gemini is the lust for knowledge so this is a really good time like i said to invest in new hobbies go visit your local library okay i know some of y'all have not been to library go to the library go visit the local library go visit a museum or just allow yourself to be a social butterfly gemini is literally known as a social butterfly so like allow yourself to go out like meet new people whatever even if you're someone that like doesn't typically do that i feel like i am just very much like loner vibe I stay to myself a lot. I just kind of have like my couple of friends, but I'm really allowing myself to be social in this season. So I am going out and meeting new people. I actually have brunch coming up with a listener of the podcast. I'm super excited to meet you if you're listening to this one. I'm probably going to be doing like a book club for Manifest Daily. We're going to be doing like an event. So just like really doing a bunch of different things. So if you are in Dallas and whenever I do announce this book club and or event, come to the event. I know you might be like, oh my God, who's going to be there? Who welcome? And girl, I I'm going to be there. Okay. And if, even if it's just me and you that show up and we sit there and we spill in tea and we sip in our coffee, it's going to be a good jolly time. <laughs> so just really allow yourself to be more social step outside of your comfort zone, do that kind of thing. Say yes to more invitations. Even if it's something where you're like, Oh, I typically wouldn't do that. Like you never know. Like you might just end up meeting one of your best friends. You might end up like having so, so much fun, learning something new, learning a new hobby, whatever the case is like really just allow yourself to again, step outside of your comfort zone. This is playful energy. This is fun energy this is summertime we outside energy yeah i know venus is in cancer around this time but baby we still kind of outside okay <laughs> this is what this what this is when gemini when the sun goes into gemini we gotta go outside a little bit we gotta step our foot outside the door just a little little bit okay gemini can also be prone to overthinking especially with it being ruled by mercury so when you're embracing new activities and hobbies maybe even add in a couple that help you to quiet your mind if you struggle with that i know i personally struggle with that a lot so maybe Maybe incorporating like new meditation apps or new meditations, going on walks, or even just like sitting somewhere, going somewhere, doing something like without having your phone on you, just like really allowing yourself to be present in the moment, whatever that looks like. So whatever you do, however you celebrate Gemini season, whether it's your birthday or not, this is going to be a fun time. This is like our intro of the summer. This is just all good vibes. Okay. Good vibes all around. So happy Gemini season and yeah, get excited for that. All right, my loves, now that we've wrapped up the Cosmos breakdown, what's happening with the Cosmos in May 2023. We're going to head into our pick a card feedings. I will have all the timestamps down below. So pick a card, pick a pile, number one to three, one, two, or three. And uh, number one is going to be right after this. So if you picked one, you can just continue listening. If you pick two or three, check out the show notes for the timestamps to know where you should listen for pile number two or pile number three. And let's go ahead and get into these. Pick a card, pick a pile. Well, it's not really a pile today. It's just literally, I'm going to pull one card unless multiple come out. I don't, I ask spirit for one. And sometimes, girl, it be multiple cards flying out and hit me in the head. That's all I got to say. And sometimes I'm like, damn, the message is hot today, okay? The message is scalding my fingers. I got to tell y'all what I got to tell y'all. So let's see what the vibes are giving. Okay, pile number one, the card that came out for you is the 10 of 
Pentacles. This is an amazing card because it often, if not often, it literally always, I don't know why I said often, but it represents wealth. It represents financial success. Also, it could be representative of family as well, simply because in the card, we see a woman, she's holding a child. There's a man in the car. There's the two dogs. There's what I'm perceiving to be like a grandma in the card as well, who's kind of like doing something. She's either like looking at the dogs, the dogs are looking at her, that kind of vibe. So when we look at the 10 of pentacles, and even when we think of the number 10, 10 is completion, right? So 10 is the, the you're coming to the end of a cycle, you're kind of coming to the end of a chapter, that kind of vibe. But for this particular card, it's not like this bad ending or this bad chapter. It really is kind of a symbol of accomplishment. Like when you have gone through all of high school and then you're at graduation, or you've you know gone through all of college and you're at graduation, or you've been at a job for like years and years and years, and now it's time for you to leave because you're moving on to something bigger and better, but you have accomplished something in that chapter. It's beautiful. This is a card that is very representative of, like I said, financial abundance. It's very representative of success when it comes to our career, success when it comes to our family life, when it comes to just accumulating wealth, accumulating any of the earthly realm things that we talked about earlier. With us also having this Jupiter and Taurus transit earlier this month, I wonder if those of you who have picked this card will experience this accumulation point or some sort of indication that you're coming to the end of the cycle and getting your rewards, getting your flowers around that May 16th Jupiter and Taurus transit. This is a card that really tells you that you are getting everything that you've ever wanted. And if you ever doubted it, if you ever had a moment where you're kind of like, damn, it feels like I'm putting in all this work. It feels like I'm toiling away. It feels like I'm doing all the things that I need to be doing or that I should be doing or that I want to be doing, but I'm not necessarily seeing those results. Remember again, every single thing that we talked about earlier as it relates to Taurus and Taurian energy and this idea of planting the seed and tending to that garden, tending to that seed and knowing that you will get your flowers, you will get your everything that you want. This is also a card that shows us too that you know, everything that we want here in this Ten of Pentacles card, this is foundational accumulation of wealth, of prosperity, of all of the blessings that we want. This isn't fleeting. This isn't like you're going to win the lottery and then all the money goes away. This isn't like you get the boyfriend, you get the wife, you get the partner, and then all of a sudden it ends in like a really bad ending or divorce. This isn't something that's coming in simply to leave. This is foundational. This is permanent energy. This is something that you have been working towards for a really long time and you are going to see that every single blood sweat tear that went into whatever it is that you've been working towards it is worth it this is a card of success you are successful I know sometimes it doesn't always feel like that depending on what we experience and what downfalls we may have or what hardships we, we may also experience but you are successful you are seeing the fruits of your labor come to life you are also seeing that every single thing that you could ever want and experience want to experience rather is 
possible, but not only possible, it is literally in your path. It's in the cards for you. So as we talked about earlier too, life is a journey, right? So this isn't like, okay, you're going to get all the things and that's it. Like, what are you going to do for the rest of your life? Just sit around and enjoy the fruits of your labor. I mean, possibly it could be for some of y'all, but I just sort of imagine this as being more so um, the end of a particular chapter where you're receiving your flowers, you're re receiving everything that you want in terms of the... I guess the um, acknowledgement of your success, the acknowledgement of your hard work. So whether it is that some of y'all are graduating, you some of y'all may be leaving a particular job, going into another. For some of y'all, this could even mean something like you're purchasing a home or you're investing in a new home. Some of y'all, it could mean just like, the solidification is that a word the solidifying of your family life so you know maybe you have a partner and you just had a child and it's kind of felt like you're working really hard to to get into a routine with your new baby and with your new partner in this new chapter of your life and finally you feel like okay this feels good we're in a solid place like this is an amazing place to be in this chapter and, and you're going to move on to the next chapter there's always another chapter there's always more lessons more things but you are at a particular part in your journey where it's the end of one chapter and you're seeing exactly why everything happened the way it did you're seeing how successful you truly are and you're seeing all the fruits of your labor labor come to material existence so i'm very happy for you this is a beautiful card and also a beautiful card to receive in the middle of Taurus season Hello, pile number two. So the card that came out for you was the chariot. The chariot is such a beautiful card. On the card, we have this woman who's on a motorcycle. She just looks like a complete badass, okay? She looks like she ain't gonna play no games with y'all. <laughs> she's not. And she's got these two like, what are these things called? They're not dogs. They're, I know there's like a name for them because I'm pretty sure they're like an ancient symbol of something but they kind of look like dogs with wings okay if you can imagine that vibe so basically this card is a representation of determination it's a representation of someone who has set their mind to something and is like i'm going to do this no matter what. For those of y'all who picked this pile, you may have a particular goal in mind. So whether this is a career goal, whether this is related to your healing journey, whether this is related to something that you wanna do with family or a trip that you wanna take, because the chariot can also represent travel as well. So maybe for some of y'all, you might be coming to Bali or you might wanna come to Bali, okay, I'm just saying. Um, but you might wanna be planning like a trip somewhere or you might wanna go somewhere. This is a card that is telling us one, you are going to be successful with this venture. So I know, you know, when we think of new things that we want to start or new things that we want to embark on, chapters, journeys, whatever, there can be this fear of like, is this thing going to pan out for me? Is this thing actually going to be successful? Is this thing worth my time? I want to say now that it's always going to be worth your time because whether you embark on that journey and you end up exactly where you thought you would, or you end up so far from where you thought you would, or you end up just completely pivoting and changing and doing something absolutely different it is always going to be worth it for the lessons that you take away for the people that you meet for the experiences that you have on that journey so don't let that ever stop you where you're like oh my god is this going to be a waste
waste of my time. It's never going to be a waste of your time, especially if it's something that you genuinely want to do, that you genuinely feel called to do. But this card right here says this thing, this venture is going to be successful again. I'm not saying you're going to end up exactly where you think you're going to end up because you plan God laughs, right? But you are going to end up exactly where you need to end up. You are going to end up exactly where you need to end up. And this card talks about determination and willpower and drive to get there. This is about deciding you are going to embark on this journey. This is about deciding you are going to commit to doing whatever it takes to get to where you want to go to achieve the goal. This is about perseverance. This is about dedication. This is literally about saying that, again, I am going to get to this place or better no matter what. When you decide that you're going to be disciplined, when you decide that you are taking this journey and that you are going to change your life or that you're going to do this thing, no one can stop you. Literally no one can stop you. And I feel like you're in this place where you're kind of like, do I want to decide to do it? Do I actually want to do this? Or do I not? And this is just your reminder to be confident in your decision to take action. Be confident in your decision to embark on this journey because there's something there for you. Again, I don't know if what is there for you lies in where this ends up or if there are just particular lessons that you need to learn or particular people that you meet for this particular journey. How many times have I said particular? But you get the vibes, okay? I don't know what it is that's important for you about this thing, but I do know that it is important that you decide to do it. You decide to embark on this journey. It's gonna be beautiful. There are gonna be challenges that you're gonna face along the way, but with this chariot energy, the challenge challenges, the hardships, the things that you're going to have to overcome, they're not going to phase you. They're going to be things where you're like, you know what? Bet, <laughs> bet. This is the challenge. Oh, bet. Like I got this. So you're approaching this thing with, again, like that badass energy, the energy of someone that is absolutely determined. You are a force of nature. And this card reminds you of that. So good luck with whatever you're starting. You don't need it though, because you got that sheer determination, baby. You got that willpower. You got that dedication. You got that discipline. Okay. You are going to be so good on this journey. And if you're coming to Bali. See you there. Pile number three. Are y'all okay? Are y'all okay? This, this right here is the message that you need to hear to put it down. Whatever it is, put it down. Take a break. Take a rest. <laughs> you need it. Okay. Y'all have the 10 of wands. In this card, we see a girl and she's holding up 10 wands. Poor baby girl look like she going through it. She look like them wands about to damn near topple over her. And she but she finna fall down. She don't know what she gonna do. She can't even listen, listen. <laughs> Y'all, put it down. Put it down. The Ten of Wands is a card indicating that we are taking on extra things. We're taking on extra responsibilities. We're taking on extra burdens. You could be doing this at work. Maybe it's something like, you know, you feel like you want to perform really well at work. You feel like you, maybe you're newer at the job or perhaps you want that promotion or whatever the case is. And you're like, let me take on this task. Oh, y'all need help with this. Let me take on that. Oh, y'all need help. Let me, let me do that. Maybe this is in your family life. Maybe in your family, 
some of your family members need help with something and you're like, I wanna be the one that people can lean on. I am the rock of my family. Let me take on this task. Let me help them out. Let me let me provide financial help. Let me, let me babysit. Let me do this. Let me do that. Maybe this is in your friendships where you, again, feel like you have to be the rock of your friendships, your friendship group, where when something happens, you are the person that everyone comes to, everyone leans on you because you're always there, you're steady, you're sturdy, you're reliable, you help everyone out, you're the person that people know you're always going to be there and they can always count on you. That's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing to be sturdy and reliable and to be someone that everyone trusts with their burdens or trust when they need help, when they want to get out of a situation or when they need advice, whatever the case is. But you also have to remember that you need to be better at practicing boundaries because if you are taking on too much shit, how are you supposed to help yourself? How are you supposed to serve yourself? If you were taking on all these extra burdens, all these extra responsibilities, all these extra things, This is just going to weigh you down. You are going to fall down. You're going to fall over. How are you supposed to do the things that you want to do, achieve the things that you want to achieve? How are you supposed to take care of yourself if you are so busy taking care of everybody else that your poor cup, it don't runneth over, baby. It is dry. Your cup is, what are you doing? And I'm feeling some type of way because I know, I I see y'all, I see y'all. And I'm feeling some type of way about this shit because guess what? I understand you want to be helpful. I understand you want to be there for people. I understand you love these people or maybe you don't even love them. Maybe this is about work and you just, you just like, girl, I'm finna get to this money. Yes, baby, we can get to the bag without killing ourselves for it. It's never that deep. It's never that deep. We can get to that bag without having to sacrifice ourselves, without having to sacrifice our mental health, our physical health. Do you know that burnout? You, do you know what stress and burnout can do to you? Do you know what that can do to you? And you were steady here just piling shit on your plate because you're trying to get some more money or you're trying to be a good friend or you're trying to be a good daughter or you're trying to be a good wife. Take care of yourself. You cannot serve everybody else if you are not taking care of you. You cannot be a good friend. You cannot be a good employee. You cannot be a good mother if you are running on fumes. All of this extra shit that you're taking on, this extra responsibility, it is exhausting. It is exhausting you. You need to pause and you need to take a look at what can be removed from your plate. How can you set better boundaries with your friends and family? How can you set better boundaries at work? Whether that be telling people, I don't work after this certain time. If you if you send me an email at eight o'clock, I'm sorry. I'm sorry you finna hear from me tomorrow tomorrow do not expect me to eat urgent urgent it can wait till tomorrow (laughs) nothing is ever that urgent you need to set better boundaries with everyone around you because if you continue to overextend yourself to the degree at which you have been overextending yourself things are not going to be looking good they're already not looking good you're tired you're tired. I can feel it. And I think, honestly, I think this pile is talking to me because I've been getting these stress headaches damn near every day because I'm overextending myself and I got to put shit down. I need to talk to myself the same way I'm talking to y'all. Put it down. Put it down. There is no reason to be doing all that shit. For what? For what? For you to be stressed, for you to be tired, for you to be exhausted, you can't sleep properly. You No, put it down. Examine where you need to set better boundaries and examine where you need to remove things from your plate. You cannot keep going on like this any longer. It's not okay. 
All right, my loves, thank you so, so, so much for tuning in to the May Energy Report. I hope y'all really enjoyed this one. I enjoyed recording this, of course. It is a Saturday here, so I'm getting ready to go enjoy the rest of my Saturday. I think I'm going to this perfume store today that I've never been to in Dallas. It's called The Scent Room, and they're supposed to have different perfumes and colognes that are a bit more niche and a bit more selective and unique than some of the stuff you might see in like a Sephora or a Nordstrom. So I love fragrances, and I'm super excited to go to this place I might treat myself to a little birthday gift there and yeah just to spend some time with people that I really enjoy so I'm very excited for the rest of my day I'm very excited for the month of May I hope you all have a beautiful day and yeah a beautiful month of May all right bye my last chat with you in the next episode credit card bill.